and we're back. What's up, everybody? Bins are well done. Coming at you live on this motivated January the 19th at 3.30 in the afternoon. How are you doing? Um, so here's the thing. I'm, I'm a creature of routine. Uh, truthfully, I am. I, uh, I start my mornings around 4 o'clock in the morning. Um, what's this jackass doing? I'm trying to make a video here, bro. Come on. Sorry about that. And uh, the thing is, is that um, lately I, I haven't really been feeling that right. Okay. Um, and what I mean by not that right is um, with comedy clubs being shut down. Well, not, they're not shut down, but it, like it's really hard. It's harder now than ever before to get booked because things are so limited and things are very scarce and anyway um but uh all i'm getting at is um you know before corona started i had all these habitual things that i would do i would make one one social media post a day uh and i gotta get back to doing that i was doing comedy uh, physically multiple uh days a week um and always working on on uh writing and stuff like that and um for one reason or another, actually for, for Corona reason and Corona, that's it. I thought it was really awkward to walk up to people socially, um, and just explain to them, Hey, I'm a comedian. I'd like to try some material on you and see if I can make you laugh. Um, just due to the proximity and thing like that, you know, but the truth of the matter is that, um, there's no other way to, to make comedy work without that. So, by proxy, I am forced to, um, by reason of a situation, I'm forced to have to do that. If someone's not comfortable with it, that's fine. But I tried doing comedy my first occasion this entire week. Oh, not, not week, excuse me. Uh, since Corona started to go back to the bus stops where I usually go to, um, and try material. Now I'm always trying material like gas stations and checkout lines, anywhere you can imagine. The world is my stage. It sounds like it's a kind of a weird thing to say, but it's a truth. It is. Um, but uh, it hasn't been enough. I've been taking all of those one lines and, or one minute or something like that and finally chaining them together. Um, and I got to be honest with you, it's the only thing that helps me feel realigned with who I am. Um, ironically enough, I moved. I moved from DC, where all this crazy shit's going on now, uh, around two years ago. Roundabout, okay? But, uh, and, I, and you know the main reason for me moving was to be able to pursue comedy full time. Don't get me wrong, I have a day job and everything, um, but this is my passion. Uh, that and jujitsu. Even jujitsu, especially. Uh, not especially, but in general. Jujitsu as well. Uh, um, it's extremely important to me. And um, I didn't really have a place to practice, to train, because it's so expensive, traffic is so bad, and it would, I'd, be take, I'd be taking back so much more than I'd be getting into it. Um, not just financially, but with hours and minutes. And it's just, it's really, really challenging. Um, and very, very expensive. Um, and so 
for those combined reasons, not having a place to perform, which there are none in D.C., literally, uh, even in the uh, surrounding uh, DMV, Virginia, uh, and Maryland area. Sorry, bud. You got nothing. But anyway, the point is, is that um, since I've moved, I've been able to pursue comedy. Now, all of 2018, I was really... Um, I take that back. 2019, I was really building myself up, getting a lot of momentum, getting a lot of good shows. And 2020 was supposed to kind of like be the year. 2020 was kind of like supposed to be the year to uh, stake my claim, so to speak, and have people really get to know me. Um, I had a lot of shows that I was planning uh, to go on vacations with my wife and whatnot out of state, Montana, California, New York, Florida, you name it. Um, but one by one, all those shows just sort of fell by the wayside because of Corona. And now I went, bro, what the? See, that's me. Guy just cut me off. I raise a fist at a windshield. <laughs> anyway, um, excuse me about that. But all I was saying is that um, all of uh, 20, 2020 was supposed to be like having these uh, 2019 was like building me up 2019 I was trying to really like uh, uh, do shows out of state but I went back from having a good size amount of momentum behind me to who's that guy um, now you know I was talking with uh, my, my battle buddy my friend of friends uh, my brother in arms yesterday on the phone and I was telling him I get this really disingenuous rage like feeling and it is rage when I see others that are not, and I'm not, I'm not um, belittling anybody, or when I'm what I'm about to say, I'm not downgrading somebody's skill set. I know how hard I work, and when I know, and when I get on a showcase with somebody, they don't know it, but I make it out of a competition, and I do that to for multiple reasons. One of which is to elevate my standard of what excellence, of what greatness is. So I have multiple different goals in every minute of every set. Um, and I'm very, very structured. But this whole corona thing has just gotten so out of whack, I feel like I got out of my rhythm. And I didn't, I haven't been feeling right. Um, I just felt like I wasn't aligned, I wasn't in sync with everything that was going on. And, um, Anyway, so I was telling my friend the other day that um, I get this really disingenuous rage, feeling of rage where I see somebody doing more than me that in my opinion, in my opinion, okay, does not have a skill set uh, that is as good as mine. But for one reason or another, it could be favoritism, it could be uh, any number of things, certain opportunities are coming to them outside of merit. Now, this could sound like jealousy, but it's completely not. So just understand what I'm saying. In the world, there are certain opportunities that you are or are not given based off of certain dynamics. I'm not complaining. This is just the reality of the universe as it is in 2021. Okay? Um, without saying, without any hate or anything like that, I do not qualify for certain other shows uh, which already take me out of certain opportunities. I'm not a minority. I'm not gay. I'm not trans. Uh, they've had tr co gay comedy festivals that a gay person can can enter into, and the gay person can enter into every other festivals. But what I'm saying is, is that 
it doesn't matter whether it's favoritism or whether it's you're some sort of a diversity group or an ethnic group or something like that. Regardless of whatever the circumstances, it doesn't matter how many less opportunities I get because what I do is I just work harder, am undeniably uh, uh, visible in my not just my work ethic and uh, talent and skill set level and the, the dynamic uh, the dynamicness of, of everything that I'm doing on stage and whatnot. And I just work harder and I overflow all those other missed opportunities and I get noticed. Um, and whether it's myself creating other opportunities or being uh, making like a bigger splash, so to speak, I don't let those things hold me down. I don't let those restricted opportunities because I don't meet those certain groups, okay, affect me. That's what I was talking about with my friend. You know, I get this really disingenuous feeling, but there's nothing that I can do about that. But I don't focus on it because you know what I do? I focus on myself. And that's what I'm getting at. That's what I'm saying. By the way, if you may have noticed on video, um, I'm, I'm wearing a different outfit than I was like two seconds ago. Um, I just had to uh, kind of got a phone call. Some things happened. And uh, I'm finishing this video up. But anyway. Um, so, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, you know, since this whole thing has started... Um, the first occasion, this week is the first week that I went back to that bus stop and um, I started doing comedy again physically. Not on stage, but I, I always like going to bus stops and stuff like that, a particular one, uh, to be more specific, to vet out and work on material in a more lengthy way. So now I can take those seconds and minutes and one-liners that I've done at other places, checkout lines, gas stations, etc., and now I'm just grouping them together all at once um, at a bus station, which is great. I love it. It's brilliant. It really is. Not even like trying to compliment myself and just being honest. Because if, if I do an open mic somewhere, I might be doing comedy for like five minutes or six or four or whatever. Might, I might have to be on a list. It starts at nine o'clock at night. Um, I might not go on until everybody's gone. So I'm, never, I'm really not really even vetting out any material. I mean, I have to have an audience to pressure test to pressure test and, and figure out, you know, how well my, my material is hitting, right? So what's great about bus stops is I go for five, 10, however many minutes, I improve on that set, they leave, a few minutes later I get a whole new group of people and I can work on that next best version of material within minutes, not days, within minutes. So I can essentially get like a week's worth of open mics out in one hour of one day so I love it. And anyway, um, so since I did that, it sort of snapped me back into alignment and I feel better. Just notice the camera's a little tilted. Uh, better than I have been in probably like 10 months. That's a pretty extreme, uh, well not extreme, but it's a pretty strong statement to make. And it is. But that's who I am. So think of it like this. Imagine how a bird feel, a bird would feel hypothetically if it was in an airplane being flown around. It could look outside and it would know that that's, that's nature. I look outside of this world and I know that that's my nature. It's my nature to be on stage, doing material, pressing forward, doing stuff like that. So, um, you know, watching, watching others do comedy, that doesn't make any sense. I mean, as far as like 
me being in the stands. I would only be in the stands watching somebody else if it was someone that I'm, I'm trying to, to sort of like uh, um, study or get better, maybe learn some technique that they're doing of some type. Um, not just because I like any, any random comedy or something like that. Because me, my best view is from the stage, looking down at everyone, working on my craft. So, anyway, I just wanted to give everybody a quick, um, I didn't ever go anywhere, I've always been here, but what I'm saying is, is that I feel like I'm more back in bed than ever, and, um, I'm pressure testing by physically going back to the bus stops, and, you know, I let them know, I asked them if I could pull my face back, mask down, and, um, I'm just up front with them, I just tell them that I'm a uh, working comedian, and, and I have some material that I'm, uh, I'm gonna try out and see whether it works on them, so... Anyway, um, it's just some really great news. It's a really big uh, uh, thing for me because now more than ever, my material is getting just so much better and tighter, and I'm just I'm excited for what's next, and um, I, I feel motivated and, I, and I'm pumped up. I've always had a motivation, but um, you know, motiva motivation, in my opinion, comes with acts too, and the only way to get better at the final goal is by physically rehearsing multiple occasions per week so now I'm doing that I'm excited and um, I'm pumped up so anyway this is just me saying hi what's up and um, I'm excited for what's to come I, I reached out to a, um, a comedy guy uh, who owns a club and I'm gonna try to get on a set and be as aggressive as I can circumstance or not I regards me being on stage you see that's the reason that I love um, this one a uh, former comedian Anyway, uh, Rodney Dangerfield is because he stopped comedy. He stopped doing comedy for like 10, 15 years. And I'm not interested in doing that at all. But my point is, is that he didn't ever stop. And he continued to use one-liners to do like door-to-door -door sales. And then when he finally went back on stage, he had all this vetted material, which is essentially what I'm doing. And that was something that I tried to do in D.C., but it was too too much of a, like, arduous, too much of a long, unending task without the payoff at the end between the traffic and trying to get to a place, whereas here in Texas, I have tons of places, not, not that I can just uh, perform, but also that I can um, that material out at these bus stations. Yes, bus stations, I'm telling you, it's raw, I love it. I did so good, I, I made these two ladies laugh so hard with this new material I'm working on. Um, they tried to pay me. And I told them, listen, you already paid me. You paid me in, in your responses and just listening. And, and, and your, I value people's minutes, seconds, etc. So if they're going to hear me doing a stand-up, I'm going to make sure that I'm, I'm constantly keeping me interested, having their attention and stuff like that. The way that I'm potentially, hopefully, uh, all in all it is, uh, doing with you right now. So anyway, just wanted to get that out. Um, and uh, thank you for listening. And uh, I'm really, I'm really excited to start uh, tying this um, this show together that I'm doing now with my actual comedy shows that I do on stage because that's what this is all about and getting to know me and um, documenting it and and, and um, having everybody to know me when I'm off stage. So when I'm on stage, it feels like you know me that much more. You know, and that's that's the magic. That's the specialness um, of this whole show. So, and just like other shows, like, you know, the Joe Rogan and Tom Segura and guys, the Bill Burrs out there, et cetera, et cetera. So, 
Anyway, you name it. But uh, anyway, so that's it. I'm Benjamin. Well done. Thank you. Much obliged. I appreciate it all. I'm out. Peace.